0: When I actually just allowed myself to feel the way I felt and do what I wanted, like just think, what do you wanna do? Not what someone else thinks you should do, not what you think others expect you to do. What do you want to do? And only in that moment did I actually feel content. Welcome to The One Up Project. Money is fuel that that allows you to do things. It doesn't need to be taboo. What you don't want to do is wake up at 65 realising you did something you hated and have regret. Go and find people who will give you advice for nothing. This is a space for personal growth and money chat with new perspectives every Monday. This bit of content listening to this is going to be a small little breadcrumb of something that makes them think a little bit differently. For all the things we were never taught but should have been. At the end of the day, the most important person is yourself and if you're not happy with your own choices then you're never going to be happy. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the One Up Project podcast. I am so stoked to be back. This is the first episode of 2023. How exciting for me especially because I just love podcasting. Better yet, I've been lugging around my very heavy podcasting gear this entire trip and honestly I've probably used it five or six times, and it's definitely more inconvenient than it's worth for six times of using it, but that's okay. I'm very much looking forward to chatting today, so let's get into it. Ten lessons of 2022. I wanted to do a bit of a wrap-up episode. Yes, it's a cliche, but at the same time, a lot has happened this year. So much spontaneity, so much that I was not expecting, that I did not plan, Uh, and yeah, it was just not a year of comfort for me, it was not a year of planning, foundation building, having a base, it wasn't a year of anything structured, stable or secure at all in any way, shape or form. Um, I'm not someone who, you know, is like a massive planner and does everything with structure and lots of thought, I can be quite spontaneous but in saying that I wouldn't say I'm like hugely spontaneous in the sense of like I'll, Try everything and do everything, but I do enjoy and quite often throw myself in the deep end because I find that that's when you learn the most. It's when you have the most interesting, unique experiences, and we're a lot of fun opportunities and kind of things you wouldn't expect to happen come out of. And that was definitely 2022 for me. Rewinding back to the start of the year, you guys know that I left my job quite spontaneously. Shock! Uh, I was not made redundant, but my hours reduce were, just, were were reduced quite significantly to the point where I, I definitely felt like I didn't have another choice but it was also a good time to leave because the culture was turning into something I didn't want to be a part of and it gave me the opportunity to be free to make a decision I suppose um, and that decision I made was going over to Bali I've done a lot of episodes on this throughout the time like I d- did one about why moving to Bali in the middle of a recession um, I, I've done kind of recap videos of career and that kind of thing throughout so feel free to go back through the 2022 year episodes if you're interested to hear anything about that I then booked a one way ticket to Southeast Asia to Bali I sold all my stuff I sold my car I literally sold just like everything of any kind of worth or value to me that I wouldn't think I'd need on this trip to have an adventure I put together the amount of money I needed within a couple of months I had a, an emergency fund built up which was really helpful obviously had all my annual leave built up from leaving my job and I have spent it all like sitting here now I've spent every single cent the emergency fund is gone the savings are gone like everything is just gone (laughs) and although that is really scary I have no regrets and I think sometimes and that will be something I'll go into in this episode sometimes you've just got to let that happen you've just got to let shit crash and burn you've just got to make the most of the opportunity and use all of your resources into in order to experience something fully and wholeheartedly. I've been incredibly blessed to have the opportunity to have the space to even think that this opportunity would be realistic to move overseas for a, I suppose a temporary amount of time. I have intentions of going back to New Zealand and I I had the resource in a lot of way in terms of savings. I had a family that could support me, a home that I could live at and be happy enough until the time where I needed to leave. I had that support system that I needed in order to make this happen and so I'm incredibly grateful in every single way to to have had that and to have this opportunity now where I've learned so many things I did an episode on the unexpected challenges and so much has come up within my emotions and the way that I felt on this trip uh, but one thing that has stayed constant is the fact that this opportunity has been incredible and I'm so grateful to have had the the space to do this so and thank you f- you guys for supporting me honestly like the podcast is something that really really gets me through life it brings me so much joy it makes me happy in ways that no one or nothing else ever has like it just from a fulfillment perspective of course in the sense of being able to interact with everyone and, and talk about my experiences and share that and hopefully that has some value to other people but also just being able to connect with like-minded people people in the sense that I feel putting this out there really draws the people that can relate and talking to you is my favourite thing. If my full-time job could be replying to DMs then that would just make me beyond happy. A very sincere thank you from me to you guys because you've also been a massive part of making this possible and being able to have this opportunity. The first lesson of 2022. You have to let yourself feel the feelings when you have the feelings. Don't beat yourself up over it. Oh my goodness. I never realized how bad my self-talk was until I left and started traveling and started feeling pressure of that I should be traveling in this way, that I should be feeling this way, that I should be grateful, that I should be happy, that I should be socializing like there were all these should should shoulds constantly throughout the trip and When I actually just allowed myself to feel the way I felt and do what I wanted, like just think, what do you want to do? Not what someone else thinks you should do, not what you think others expect you to do. What do you want to do? And only in that moment did I actually feel content. Did I actually feel happy? Did I actually feel satisfied with the way that I lived? And I think that's definitely a broader lesson in general that instead of spending energy on beating yourself up for the way that you feel, Spend that energy feeling the feelings and moving forward because you can't control your initial reactions to how you feel. You can't control the way you feel, but you can control, uh, I guess, your actions afterwards, is a common cliche or what you do with those feelings. But I think, like, more important than working out what you're going to do about those feelings is just actually sitting in them or working through them, letting them flow through you for a little bit. It's so important to acknowledge the way you feel. It's so important. You feel sad, that's okay. You feel happy, that's okay. You feel ungrateful, you feel angry, that's okay. It's completely valid. And I never told myself that. And I think it was made a lot harder by being in a developing country where you should be grateful. Look at what you have at home and look at what these people have. You know, it was like a highlight of you're upset because you are uncomfortable and you feel isolated and this is a new experience and you're scared, or well, think about having to survive every day, think about not being able to afford food, think about, and it was just all of these constant thoughts of like, you think you have it bad, well look at look at this, look at that, and that was the culture shock of course as a part of it, and it kind of just brought to the forefront these existing emotions that I had around like not deserving good things because I should be grateful and all of this kind of stuff, it's something I've struggled with I guess a lot in terms of, I have always felt a low level, consistent level of guilt, and that was just increased tenfold when I got here, um, and only made me feel we- worse, and I've developed my feelings a lot on this kind of concept of, like, someone always has it worse than you, and I think that that's a really, I don't know if this is a controversial opinion, but I think it's a really toxic mindset to introduce to someone that they should be grateful because someone always has it worse than them every feeling and experience is valid it doesn't matter whether you are the most privileged person on earth or you have absolutely nothing your feelings and emotions are valid and they should be accepted uh, and acknowledged as something you're allowed to feel and and spending your energy on letting them flow through you and moving on is actually going to waste less less time make you more grateful and create a healthier response to those emotions I think and that's something that I really really learned and was really solidified on this trip and I'm so grateful for it to be able to feel grateful in a healthy way not in a you don't deserve this you should be grateful kind of way because that doesn't make me feel any better it doesn't help me contribute any like happier emotions to society I just feel worse about myself and so that that guilt feeling and overcoming that was a massive part of this trip and I think that is something that I'd been dealing with even at home but it wasn't a big enough problem that I like had to deal with it so to speak so coming here really really highlighted it and although it was honestly in a lot of ways painful to deal with because it was a lot of beating myself up a lot of negative self-talk uh it was such a healthy thing to have to go through and develop and to now feel like I can, on my own, without the help of others, validate my own emotions and work through them, I think is a really like strengthening quality and has contributed to my resilience a lot. Lesson number two, taking risks always gives you something. You get to decide what it is. It could be a lesson, an opportunity, a loss, a win. It could be everything all wrapped up and together you know, think about people not wanting to move jobs because maybe the next job will be worse than the one they're at now. People don't want to leave relationships because what if they never find a person like that again, even if they're not the right person for you. People don't want to take risks because they don't want to potentially lose what it is they have. But I think there's a slight mindset shift that you can make with that and taking risks. And it's like, sure, you risk something being worse, but who's to say that ultimately that won't contribute to a better life or a better thing don't you know what I mean because it's solidified what you don't want or it's solidified the mistake you made and now you can make the next one with confidence like taking a risk is always going to give you something it's up to you to, to decide what it is I think I've left a couple of jobs now for the unknown uh, some people might call me fickle but in saying that I think that those decisions have only solidified my confidence in myself to make things work in my career, to figure out what I actually want, to give myself the opportunity to try different things. And I really try to see anything that comes from those risks, not just as a positive, like it's not like turning every negative into a positive. I don't want it to be this kind of, like that kind of chat, but more just it's actually given me the opportunity to further understand what's important to me in life and what's meaningful to me and that's ultimately going to help you feel more content lesson number three I'm going to recite a line from Kung Fu Panda and I love this movie I watched it on this trip I also saw a reel of this quote so many times on this trip and I feel like it really has been a big part of the trip and the quote is by Master Ugwe who's that turtle with the stick the wise old turtle, and he says, yesterday is history, tomorrow is a mystery, and today is a gift. That is why it is called the present. And it's about gratitude, but it is also more than that. It's like acceptance of today and everything it brings, without thinking of the past or the future and its impact on that time. It's, it's about acknowledging that it's amazing you have the opportunity to experience this day regardless of what happened yesterday and what's going to happen tomorrow like how do you live more presently and i uh, i live in the future and so living in the present day and acknowledging that that is okay that is enough as it is has been really hard but again as i was saying before this trip has really highlighted that because things change every day And there's so much opportunity to do things that it becomes overwhelming in a lot of ways and like the freedom becomes overwhelming and I think that's something that's not talked about that often is like having freedom is such a privilege. Having the freedom of choice is such a privilege but when you don't know what to do with that freedom you're just left with almost this empty kind of feeling especially if you mix that in with isolation. So yeah, I I love that quote from Kung Fu Panda and... (laughs) It's so funny how serious I said that when I'm talking about Kung Fu Panda, but I do love that that quote. And I think it's been extremely relevant on this trip. Master Uguay also says another quote in this movie, and it's that one often meets his destiny on the path he takes to avoid it. Let's just make that a bit more gender, gender neutral and say one often meets their destiny on the path one takes to avoid it. Um, and I think what that quote says to me at least is that you know sometimes we don't want things to happen you know we don't take risks because of this because we don't want that certain thing to happen but you know you have your destiny regardless and this depends of course on what you believe God's plan the universe or you just believe you make your own luck but you have your destiny and trying to avoid things often will lead you to highlighting those very things and I think that's an interesting but quite accurate quote the fourth lesson is that the world lacks a lot of empathy I've in many ways many times become quite angry on this trip thinking why are things like this why are people like this and I was reading a book about how nations that are in poverty get to prosperity and how they end up thriving and and it had a part in the book about corruption which was super relevant to being here because just developing country that Indonesia is there is some corruption within the police and things like that and you get to witness that coming over here especially if you're here for a longer amount of time and there's just a lot of sadness a lot of sadness that I feel like I sensed or witnessed or was a part of contributed to possibly as well just being a tourist in general and like the contradictions that exist as a result of tourism in developing countries So my message through this lesson is that I think it's important to start every thought with empathy, every thought with that consideration of like, think as the other person, not as your experiences on that person, but think as the other person and what in their life has influenced the fact that this is how they live and is there a right and wrong? Can that be changed? Should that be changed? Like just thinking more I think (laughs) I don't know this one's a bit of a wild card I think I'm still trying to articulate what I mean here but start every thought with a little bit more empathy and I think that could help in in a little way to improve the world number five one of my favorite lessons of this trip sometimes you've just gotta let it crash and burn let it crash and burn baby I probably two and a half months into this trip ran pretty much completely out of money for the first time. This happened twice. And so I went to my emergency fund and I told myself I didn't want to dip into my emergency fund on this trip, but I had to. I didn't have any other choice. I didn't like pick up more work. I was kind of just experiencing everything and yeah, didn't really worry about income. And I had to dip into my emergency fund and that was annoying and that was frustrating. But it taught me a valuable lesson, which was that sometimes money shouldn't be the priority, sometimes it's about just experiencing everything fully, sometimes it's about doing that rafting trip, or that trip to another island, even if you don't have the money to do it, and just making it work, and that was kind of like a common theme with everyone that was here, where everyone is struggling financially, you know what I mean, like, everyone's made the trip over here and is struggling which is funny because to us it's cheap but you just want to make the most of every experience here because of that and so you end up going through money so quickly but I think sometimes it's okay to just let it crash and burn it's okay to rack up maybe not debt I don't really want to I'm not a big fan of debt but it's okay to spend all your money spend all your emergency fund it's okay to live those experiences fully And then come back to a different season where it's about rebuilding those foundations, which is what I think my 2023 is going to be about. Also got to acknowledge my privilege on that one in the sense of knowing that I could come home to a safe house with parents that could support me for... A temporary amount of time, if I needed to, in the sense of providing me a place to live and food. So really, got to acknowledge my privilege on that one. I feel so so lucky to have that as a backup, and and I think that allows me to take a lot more risk than if I had dependents, if I didn't have the support system around me. Uh, but I also am very like disciplined with myself, where I felt like if I was to go home for that reason, it would be a failure, which I don't think is a healthy mindset. But that meant that I was very particular over when I just let things crash and burn but I definitely had the privilege of like freedom to make a decision in that sense and I think it's really important to acknowledge that there lesson number six you are more than one thing or one person you're many different things and people in life become so much richer when you stop putting yourself or letting others put you in a box and realize that the world just isn't black and white when I arrived to travel any like honestly any time in life I will label myself as a certain kind of person right like I'm the kind of person that enjoys this I'm the kind of person that can't do that you're restricting yourself so much by labeling yourself as this or that I'm the kind of person that is extremely introverted and I hate social situations so instantly you're shutting yourself off off to most social situations I'm the kind of person who's really extroverted and I love social things instantly you're shutting yourself off to more quiet time and that's what happened to me where I got here and I was so shocked because I was shy I didn't want to interact with people and I was like what is happening I thought you were this extroverted person that loved talking to people but I just struggled with it and I think I coming back to my first lesson should have just let myself feel feel those feelings instead of Beating myself up for it, but also not boxing myself into being one kind of person. You can be every kind of person. You can be the kind of person that wants to travel, and backpack and stay in boats with no showers and no toilets and do that whole crazy adventure. You can be the kind of person that loves hotels and the fancy experience. You can be both of those people. You know, you you are everyone, and you can do whatever you want. I feel like that's just really important. Don't let others put you in a box either. Like. You don't have to be this kind of person. You can be any kind of person. I think about, I don't know if you guys are on TikTok a lot, but there was something going around at one point where it was a trend where people were saying, like, I want to live every kind of life. I want to be the girl that surfs on the beach with a coconut. I want to be the corporate girl in New York at her finance job. I want to be traveling in a caravan. Like I want to be all of those people, but life is too short. And I think, well, no, you can be all of those people. You can do all of those things in bits or as extreme as you want like it's completely up it's completely up to you to be any and every kind of person that you want to be. Lesson number seven it's okay for plans to change and for minds to change. Just because you were this person yesterday doesn't mean you need to be this person today. Just because you thought this was a good idea yesterday doesn't mean it's a good idea today. We are fluid people and just because you know one day we thought one thing it doesn't mean the next day we have to agree with that thing. And I think this is so misunderstood in our society. Here we go. But this is why cancel culture exists, because someone said this 10 years ago and has changed to now, but no one will forgive them for that or give them the chance to explain how they've improved, what they've done to change that behaviour. Granted, sometimes probably people haven't changed and maybe they haven't put in the work, I'm not saying accountability isn't important. Accountability is beyond important but instead of calling people out and this has been a message I've been hearing on many um, podcasts I love like Share the Elevator and my podcast with Latavia um, a little while ago on how to grow through challenges and opportunities. It's not about calling people out on things, it's about calling them in to change and so that's why cancel culture should be eradicated. Thank you for coming to my TED talk but it's okay for your Plans in your mind to change, even just as simple as this year I want to travel, and then realizing actually, no, I want to continue saving for a house this year. That's okay to make that decision, it's your life, it's about working out what's important and meaningful to you, and going with that. I also think it's important to constantly expose yourself to opinions that you disagree with or points of view that you don't share with other people in order to constantly question the way that you think and remain fluid in your thinking. I think right and wrong is a very, again, fluid concept. I don't even know if I think right and wrong exists. I just think that everyone's experiences indicate how they see the world and then that's how they make their decisions and who's to say one experience is more valid and right over another person's experience. I think that's a big, pretty big discussion though, but coming back to the original lesson, if you thought that you were going to do something last year and you told everyone and now you've changed your mind, it's fine. It's fine. Change your mind. You are you and you have the uh, privilege, I suppose. I don't know if that's the right word really, but to make a decision about what you want for yourself and it's okay for, for that to change. Lesson number eight. Spontaneity is so good and it's important, but there is also so much we can get out of planning. I feel like often the planners are not appreciated enough in this world. The people who love to plan every inch of everything, it's like I feel they have this negative connotation around them and everyone wants to be this spontaneous person and we love spontaneity. Yeah, there's so much value to being spontaneous and to wanting to do different things. But I can tell you from making multiple mistakes on this trip and just generally this year that A good plan is something you cannot beat. And I want to implement more planning and more structure into my year. Uh, I would have saved a lot of money. I probably would have had a more thoughtful trip as well um, in terms of the places I went and the things that I saw. And trust me, if I come back to do another round of Southeast Asia, then this plan is going to be so good. I'm going to just every inch of the trip will be planned. but yeah, I guess finding balance between spontaneity and planning is, is key, like having a plan, but allowing that to be flexible. If that changes, it's fine, but this is the plan, and I think that also gives you so much more direction and fulfilment in like what you're doing, because you know that this is right for you, you've planned it, uh, and I think that just adds so much value to a person's life. Lesson number nine, journaling has been so important for me. To be free to say what I want. I think journaling has helped me understand why therapy is like so worth it. I've never been to therapy, but if I could afford it, I would be there every week. It's It's powerful to talk about your feelings in an environment where you can say whatever the fuck you want and know that no one's going to see it or no one's going to judge you, that no one's going to tell anyone in your life. It is so beyond powerful because it's where you really get to see what your true thoughts are. And I feel like where actually a lot of clarity comes from as well because you don't have to sugarcoat your thoughts. You don't have to change it slightly to appeal to someone else. It's raw, what do you think, and where are we going from here? I really recommend journaling. I don't even think it has to be fully consistent. Just use it any time you need to let out some thoughts write them down in a book that, you know, no one will see. I think it's so cool and just really important. I think at the start of this, I said I was doing 10 lessons of 2022. Well, I'd just like to take that back. We're actually doing nine lessons because I don't have a 10th and I don't want to force myself to come up with 10. So I've got nine for you. Maybe the 10th one is that nothing beats Whitaker's chocolate. And I really miss that from home and I cannot wait to buy all the new flavours that have come out that I'm missing. Anyway, I appreciate you all for being here always, for listening to this. If you are listening to this right now, I would like to send you a personal message uh, and say thank you. Thank you for your support. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to just listen to me. And I look forward to hearing your thoughts over on Instagram or somewhere else. Can't wait to keep talking to you guys. Can't wait to keep this up this year and see what the next plan is. 2023 for me I think is going to be a very uh base building foundational I don't even think these are the right words but structured year I think well not structured I just think I want to add some structure some routine I want to plan a lot more I want to stay still for a bit I've been moving a lot I hope your 22 is amazing I hope your 2023 is even better and we'll talk soon bye guys Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The One Up Project. If you want to find more stuff just like this, check out our other apps or follow us at The One Up Project on Instagram or TikTok. See you there.